0: We know what it's supposed to taste like, what a plum tastes like, but like with LaCroix, you really just settle for just a wisp of that flavor, right? Now stay stay with me here. See, we have infinite worth, but often settle for painfully bland lives. We want a full life. We want an abundant life, but everything we try that we think will give us that life seems only to give a little hint of what we're really wanting. After a while, we usually just kind of start accepting life that way. And we, we just keep, g- keep going through the motions of a watered down version of the life we really want. We do the same thing with our relationship with God. There's gotta be more to it. right? There's gotta be more to why God came to earth on that O Holy night.
1: Oh, yes. Meow-y yeah. Christmas.
2: meow This it.
1: is one of my favorite new acquisitions. It's pretty
2: nice. A uh, podcaster's sup. Also, Monica's wearing a sweatshirt with cats and blinky LED lights. So, meow-y Christmas to her and yeah. you.
1: And the cats have Santa hats. They do. Like your Santa hat.
2: Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. I have one too.
1: It is tis the season. Tis. And uh, welcome. We're in part two of yes. our When the Soul Felt Its Worth series. This is put out by Cross Creek Community Church. I'm Monica.
2: Together for Salem. Together for Salem yeah.
1: is the name of the sh- episode, right. or whatever. But mm-hmm. the, the, the church that's the thing. is Cross Creek, which can be confusing, but you're fine. You'll yeah, figure you it out. I'm Monica. This is Aaron. Thank you for watching on the onlines or listening through the earbuds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do either one. It works. And we're just so glad you decided to join us. Maybe you watched part one of the series. If you didn't, that's okay. Uh, it's a three-part series, and John's covering, basically, Oh Holy Night, which mm-hmm. is a great song, and talking about its relevance to our lives and our, you know, faith Her journey. times. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of faith journey, mm-hmm. uh, I want to let you guys know that in January, yes, you're listening, you're doing a very good job listening, in January of 2022, we're starting a new series called So What About, and what we do is you submit the questions, and John... Gives uh, some answers to mm-hmm. them. We're not pretending like we have it all figured out. So like some, a framework. A framework, yeah. maybe for some ideas about like what this could, what an answer could be yeah. for this, based on the Bible.
2: So, if I have a question, what should I do?
1: If you have a question, you should go to the website yourcrosscreek.com com and slash ask the question, mm-hmm. and uh, we might use it in mm-hmm. our series starting in January. But we need your questions. Yeah. So. John just doesn't want to think about these questions at the top of his head or right. brainstorm them as a group. We want you to think about what are you wondering about, what are you musing or whatever, mm-hmm. and submit those questions via the website. Good. Yeah, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. And you can check out the past series, link them in the show notes. Yes. But now,
2: it's time. Part deux.
1: What's a life? What's a life worth?
2: What's a life worth? Let's find out.
0: Christmas is proof that we have infinite worth to God. And Jesus said that he came to give us full abundant lives. But you know what type of life we usually settle for? A LaCroix life. Like, you know, look, I like LaCroix. It's not bad. It's it's good-ish, right? <sighs> Oops. Like we, we know what this fruit is supposed to taste and smell like beach. I don't know what beech plum is supposed to taste like, but I'm guessing plum. We know what it's supposed to taste like what a plum tastes like, but like with LaCroix, you really just settle for just a wisp of that flavor, right? Now stay, stay with me here. See, we have infinite worth, but often settle for painfully bland lives. We want, a full life. We want an abundant life, but everything we try that we think will give us that life seems only to give a little hint of what we're really wanting, right? We try to find satisfaction from careers and it kind of tastes like life, but it's still missing something. Even if like we're super successful in our career, there's still something missing. Or, you know, we try to find that satisfaction from the money that that career gives us and and the things that money buys. But, there's still something missing. And even relationships, like we know life's more about who we're with than what we have, but even if we have great relationships, often it feels like there's something still missing from life. And that, the list really could go on and on. And so after a while, just like with LaCroix, we're gonna lose our sponsorship. But after a while, we usually just kind of start accepting life that way. And we, we just keep keep going through the motions of a watered down version of the life we really want. And in what might seem an unrelated idea, but it's actually completely tied in, we do the same thing with our relationship with God. See, it's nice to know he's there, but there's gotta be more to it, right? There's gotta be more to why God came to earth on that O Holy night. But we usually settle for for something more like a, a confusing mystical force, or an unknowable, impersonal universe, or some type of like great sky daddy who, who set things spinning and now he's on some long business trip and really only pays attention when we keep calling him and, and beg him enough for stuff.
2: Arthur, king of the Britons. Oh, don't grovel. One thing I can't stand, it's people groveling. Sorry. And don't apologize. Every time I try to talk to someone, it's sorry this and forgive me that and I'm not worthy. What are you doing now? I'm averting my eyes, oh Lord. Well, don't. But see, what we saw
0: in the last episode was that's really not the case. That's not how God sees us. We have infinite worth to God because he created us to bear his image. And he proved our worth by coming as a baby, living, dying, and rising again, for us. So if that's the case, why do we settle for a bland life? And why do we settle for a bland relationship with God? Because we've forgotten something. Something that the greatest Christmas Carol of all time tries to remind us of every year. You can disagree this is the greatest Christmas Carol. It's okay to be wrong every once in a while. But Adolf Adam wrote, long time ago in the 1800s, long lay the world in sin and error pining, till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope, the weary soul rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. And you watching, you listening, are worth way too much to simply live a LaCroix life. You're worth way too much to simply experience a LaCroix relationship with God. And deep inside, there's there's this spring of excitement, of expectation that bubbles up every year about this time because real life that we want, the real life we want, isn't out of reach. A real relationship with God isn't just some empty religious promise. In fact, the solution to both of these problems is the same thing. See, we find the life we were made for when we experience the relationship we were made for. And the Apostle Paul talks about this idea in the ancient letter that he wrote to a group of Jesus followers in Colossae. We call it the book of Colossians. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through Him and for Him. He existed before anything else, and He holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is His body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So He is the first in everything. For God in all His fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through Him, God reconciled everything to Himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. So that's Jesus, the fullness of God in human flesh, God in a body, what we call the incarnation, the point of Christmas. And I know if you really think about it, that's hard to believe, right? Because you probably maybe be saying, okay, like if that's really true, there should be proof. And that would be like, this would, if that's true, that God became a human, that'd be like the most famous thing in the world. There'd be like holidays about it and everybody would know his name. See, eyewitnesses tell us that Jesus wasn't just a good ancient rabbi. They tell us that that God actually came to earth and loved people. He loved individual people. He took time to know them. He took time to be involved in their lives, to serve them daily, to teach them, to ultimately die for them, and then come back to life again for them. See, Christmas shows us that God is a personal God, who personally loves each person. He wants us all to personally know and to experience and to enjoy him and know that he personally knows us. So think about this. What type of life would that knowledge, would that knowing, would that experience lead to? See, it's it's hard to waste a life and settle for a fleeting wisp of, a taste of real life when we're convinced that the God who created everything personally knows us and has a plan and a mission for our lives to be the personal image of his love, of his character, of his creativity. To know that he is always with us and to actually, that he's actually interacting with us on a daily basis. That he loves hanging out with us as our God and friends. See, what kind of life would that be? really lead to. So why do we settle? Why do we settle for the LaCroix life and the LaCroix relationship with God? Well, Paul tells us. This includes you who are once far away from God. You are his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Enemies of God? like That's kind of a big deal, right? Enemies of God. The thing is, what he's saying is we've forgotten who we were created to be images of. See, we as as humans try to throw off God's image, try to rebel against the law of love, and, and try to create and display our own image. So the fact that we're enemies of God isn't that God is against us. It's that there's something in us that makes us choose to be against God. Basically, we choose self over God. It's what the biblical writers call sin. Paul is saying that we are sinners. It's not just bad things we do that make us sinners. It's the fact that we do hurtful things because we are sinners. Paul said we're we're separated from God by our evil thoughts and actions. And that by, really, the way it's phrased is more like we're separated from God as shown by, as evidenced by the things we do, the evil thoughts and actions we have. See, because we've chosen self over God, we've chosen to go our own way, to be separated from God. These evil deeds and thoughts are the result. And these, this separation, this sin, not only separates us from God, it separates us really from every relationship. See, we, we ignore the image of God in others by saying, what I want is more important than you. That's really the, the gist of every relationship problem in relationships, right? What I want right now is more important than you in front of me right now. It kills and destroys relationships, friendships, marriages, families, even communities and and really nations. And so we ignore the image of God in others because of our sin and our separation, but we also, check this out, we also ignore the image of God in ourselves. Because we say what I want right now, what self wants right now is more important than what is best for me in the long run. What I want right now is more important to me than what is best for me. And that is why you might be mad at yourself. That is why you might have been in the past disappointed in yourself. That might be why right now you can't face yourself. That might be right now why you have regrets because you forgot the image of God in you and wanted yourself to be satisfied in that moment. And so we begin to think that since we have hurt others and ourselves, that we're enemies, and the fact that we're enemies to God, that he also chooses to be an enemy to us, right? Because if we're against him, then obviously he's against us because that's just how relationships work. We start to think that we aren't worth his love. We aren't worth the life that he offers. And see, here's the thing. Sin makes us forget our true worth God. But that's that's not who we really want to be, right? We don't want to be breaking relationships and separated from each other and from ourselves and from God. But we can't seem to break the cycle. In fact, check out what, what Paul says in Romans. Check the show notes and see what Paul says about this idea in the book of Romans. But the result of this cycle that we can't seem to break is is what O Holy Night talks about. Weary souls in sin and error pining the result is that we're we're longing and we're we're pining for relief and healing from this cycle that we are stuck in we're pining to be who we are created to be pining for the relationships that the relationship that shows us who we really are see but god loves us god loves you god loves me personally too much we are worth too much to him to simply leave us in that miserable state. Yet now, isn't that a cool phrase? So we are separated. Yet now, he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Paul says, yet now we have been reconciled. See, Jesus came to restore the relationships sin has broken. The whole thing is God became human. He was born over 2,000 years ago to a poor teenage girl and her fiance. He lived among us. He gave himself daily to show his love in every interaction he had. And he showed us what true relationship can be. And then he showed us what true love is by dying for us, by removing that separation that we had created, by defeating sin, by defeating ultimate death, by rising again to give us new true life now and forever. And now sin no longer has power over us. Now we are free to be his imager, the imager we are always designed to be. Now, we can be holy and blameless before him. We can bear the image we were created to bear. We find our true selves in a true relationship with God. When we find this relationship, when we embrace it, when we experience it, we experience a new and glorious morn. A new life, a new world, a real life, a real world. We are worth so much to God. He wasn't satisfied just to give us a bland taste of this life, just give us a bland taste of a relationship with him. We don't have to settle for a little taste of true life because we don't have to settle for a little taste of true relationship with God. We can all experience this relationship and this life daily. Not not just like a one-time experience where like, oh, I felt Jesus and, and now we move on. No, it's a daily thing. And so my question for you is this. Is Jesus just something that's part of your life? Or is He your life? There's a big, (laughs) big difference. See, it's so easy to forget how much this relationship with Him is actually worth. Most people, and I'm not judging because I'm really the same way. Most people spend our lives thinking about and focusing on our jobs, our finances, our family, our relationships way more. And, and then maybe we have some, some Jesus sprinkled on top, you know, for a bit of seasoning, but like, like all cooking, let's not, let's not get crazy with the flavor here. I don't want to be one of those people. Like that's your whole life. But if you want life to be true life, if you want life to be more than just a LaCroix life, the answer is to focus on Jesus to make that relationship your life. And then everything else will follow from that. It's not always an easier life. It's not, but it is a better life. It is a full life. It is the true life. It is that new and glorious morn life. Are you interested in that life? Then I I have some ideas for you. First, read John 10, 10 through 18 and focus on on the relationship that Jesus talks about there and, and offers there. Pay attention to that relationship he's talking about there. You don't have to understand everything, just look at the relationship he's talking about. And read that. If you're ready to experience that relationship, if you're ready to experience and accept that life, then tell him, maybe for the first time, maybe not. But pray this, Jesus, I don't want just a taste. I'm done trying to build, trying to project, trying to protect my image, myself. I'm done with a LaCroix relationship. I want the full relationship you offer and the full life that flows from it. You don't have to use those words. There is a lot, something like that though. I am done living for myself. I want real life. I want real relationship with you. It's all about choosing to turn away from self. Everything we do to build, project, protect ourselves, and choosing to trust him instead. It's a dangerous life. It is, it's a dangerous choice to make. It's, it's life changing. In fact, it can be very uncomfortable. In fact, it was for me, but the result is so worth it because the result is a no longer weary soul that now rejoices. So read John, pray, and then connect. The, the beauty of this life is we don't do it alone. We don't have this relationship with Jesus just on our own. We can learn from others. And so join a connect group that we are offering. Join an alliance. Get to know one person on a deeper level and get to know Jesus better that way. And then maybe you're not ready for that, and that's okay. Get a taste of what it is to connect at our Christmas event on December 19th. Maybe you've been seeing all of this Cross Creek stuff from afar. You've been seeing this community we're creating from afar. I want to invite you, listening and watching, I want to kind of challenge you to take the step and come and see what community can really be as we learn about Jesus and as we get to know Jesus better together. Because we are worth so much to God that He came to give us lives that are worth so much more than we can imagine. This Christmas, what I, really, I want you to be able to experience the true thrill of hope by accepting your true worth and enjoying a true relationship with that God came to give us. It's the relationship that changes every relationship. The relationship that changes every one of our days. A full and personal relationship with a personal Jesus creates a full life for every person.
1: Dangerous prayer at the end. That was like a good dangerous prayer. But the idea of just what what does that real life look like? What does that mm. full life following Jesus look like? Based on John 10, yep. which are some of the super fun things to read. to true. Talk about. So if you haven't looked at that yet, you maybe should or can or might this week. It's a good um, way to just to take whatever you're doing on whatever day this is and bring it into the rest of your Mm -hmm. week. So I encourage you to do that.
2: That's right.
1: Uh, One of the things was connecting. Yes. So there's a couple ways to connect. Do you want to talk about the-
2: Well, we're having a giant party. The you know what, the party? Yeah. On the third Sunday of December, Mm -hmm. it's like like our Christmas party. So there's going to be, we'll get together and we'll eat some food and people will be festively dressed if they choose to. Are you gonna wear the hat? I will. It's kind of hard
1: to take you seriously.
2: Wear the hat. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of giveaways of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, stuffs. Stuffs. You should definitely be there yep. for that.
1: Photo booth treats. Yes. Stuff for kids. Photo booth, that's right. It's going to be a great party. 4 30, yep. December 19th. It's going to be about an hour long. You can stay a little longer if you want. You want to keep eating and talking. Mm-hmm. But um, you can just jet after the last song. And that's cool too. That's true. But it might be a nice way for you to meet some people mm-hmm. and maybe kind of get a bit bigger glimpse of what this whole Cross Creek thing is about. Because if you're just watching and listening online, that's awesome. We love it that you're doing that, but you know, we are built for relationships and community and um, this is a great, easy first way to do that,
2: so. Yeah. Plus I'm like a hundred times more handsome in person. So. Oh wow, okay. There's that. And I smell good sometimes. That's true. Most of the time. I'm more yeah.
1: excited about the cookies that are gonna be there. That's true. Sure. The, the, Aaron will, smell will good also too. smell good. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Come give me a sniff.
1: Uh, speaking of sniffing, uh, we have a challenge for you, opportunity for you this month. Socks sniffing. Yes. Socks can smell. Yeah. We want good smelling socks. Yes. Because we're collecting socks in the box. Put the socks, socks in the box. For
2: church of church the, the park. park. Yeah.
1: Room in the Inn is uh, their yearly thing that they do. That's mm-hmm. amazing, um, and they welcome in all kinds of um, of our houseless neighbors, and they give them a place to stay and give them lots of goodies and uh, things that they need. Mm-hmm. So
2: warmy socks is one.
1: Food yeah. and um, sh- shelter and stuff for their shelter. So it's just an amazing ministry that they do and we wanna support them. So we're collecting socks. You can use the Amazon link in the description to so just send us the socks. We'd like to have them be by December night. Yeah, that's coming up. possible. Okay. Our goal is 100 pairs of socks, mm-hmm. which is quite a bit. So help us out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think we're about a third of the way there.
2: Oh good, okay. I was yeah, that. so
1: let's keep going. Um, and then, there's I mean, there th- are five other opportunities.
2: There's five could, other yeah. things
1: besides the socks. Um, Samanca Place is another uh, ministry here in Salem. We're gonna be for our neighbor by uh, donating to Samanca Place. Mm-hmm. And then, the other one is CASA. CASA of Marion County. Why is that off? So there's lots of information online for you in the description and show notes. This is a great opportunity to be for Salem, to be for your neighbors. You don't even mm-hmm. have to live in Salem to do these things. That's right. You can ship it all via Amazon. Pretty awesome. We have people, we have socks coming in from people who don't even uh, watch our episodes online or go to Cross Creek, mm-hmm. which is great. So, this is truly Christmas for everyone.
2: That's right. From keep, everyone. Keep it coming. Yep, that's yeah. right. I think that's pretty much it, right?
1: Speaking of what's coming.
2: Oh, these questions. Enjoy. <laughs> I think that all worked. I think so. Is it still recording? Yes. God. Monica El from Vera Wang, a lovely meow swatch art. Meow. That's a let up for us today. Like, what? Why did you say meow? I don't know, because it's, it's meowwe Christmas. People don't always have socks on their feet. Makes their toes feel cold when they walk down the street. Street, 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 street. Put the socks in the box. Put the socks in the box.
0: I don't have any socks. Then go to the store. I already gave one.
2: We can use some more, 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 more. more. Put Put the the socks socks in the box. box. Put Put the the socks socks in the box. box. It's for a good cause. So show some class. We need them by Monday. So move, yo. Why is there
1: evil in the world? Why do I exist? Why does God allow suffering? Is there any real right or wrong? Is there a real hell? If so. Why would a loving God send anyone there? Why would I become a Christian when Christians are hypocrites?
0: That one's hard. You have questions. We want to know them. We want to walk through them with you. So if you do have questions, email us at info at yourcrosscreek.com because we want to do a series starting in January called, So What About 3.0, where we can talk about your questions.
2: Vero Wang. <laughs> Vero Wang?
1: Who's that?
0: This includes you, who were once far away from God.
1: Let me start over? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Ready now? Yep.
0: Cool. This includes you, who were once far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. You may leave now. <laughs> <laughs> that was short. I was
1: expecting